Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome tonight's guest host for Monday Night Raw. He is the former undisputed world heavyweight champion. Ladies and gentlemen, Iron Mike Tyson. Soda Popinski at the Royal Rumble. I like those odds. Here we go. This is Monday Night Raw with Mike Tyson. Hello, welcome to the Wrestling House Show. Thanks for joining us, uh, guys and gals. My name is Joey. My name is Chris. Yeah, and uh, I was trying to, you know, especially the last show was so Monday Night War oriented and heavy, you yes. know, Hulk Hogan versus Bret Hart. Jam-packed with war. Jam-packed. So there was, of course, some things that slipped through the crack of our talk. We're not going to go over all those things, but probably one of the more, well, I don't know if it's so important, but <laughs> one thing that they are doing is uh, they're having a tournament, and <laughs> no one no one really notices. Tournament? A tournament for the Divas title. Oh, really? Yeah, the oh, vacated yeah, Divas. aren't they? The vacated Divas titles, and Melina got injured. Yeah. Which I think we kind of just mentioned real briefly. Yeah, but. unfortunately, because I had mentioned to you, I think it was on Superstar, she had a match with Alicia Fox, and I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe Melina's coming back around, because that match with Alicia was really good, and then you told me, oh, well, did she look hurt? Because she's hurt. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> but apparently she got hurt, uh, I don't know, it was a live tape? show. Yeah, a live show, house show. Not this house show. We we yeah. would treat her well over here. <laughs> we wouldn't hurt Molino on this house show. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, so let's see, Maurice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Maurice uh, advanced or qualified, I guess, yeah, into the into the tournament, which is going to consist of a semifinal bracket. Yes, and she defeated Maurice. Defeated wow, oh one of the Bellas. Yeah, that's right. Or both of the Bellas. <laughs> we did talk about that because yeah. that switch was like completely unnecessary. Yeah. But I did laugh. <laughs> yeah, but just out, out of the absurdity of it, because it was well, we talked about it last week. It was just retarded. But yeah, she uh, she advanced. Then on superstars, uh, Gail Kim advanced over the former uh, Divas champion Jillian Hall. Jillian Hall, yes. And that was a much better match. Yeah. I, it was too bad there had to be a loser in that. Because yeah. I'd like to see them both get a shot. That'd be a nice finals for me, but hey. Yeah. It is what it is. Who cares what we think? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we might as well... Uh, that kind of, I guess that kind of leads into this week's Raw. I'll talk about that first, and then we'll talk about the major thing on Raw. Okay. They did have another uh, qualifying match for that Divas tournament, which yes. was Alicia Fox versus Katie Lee Burchill. <laughs> Oh yeah, they they did. They had two actually, yeah. Because yeah. Katie Lee got the uh, jobber entrance. Yes, she did. Already in the ring, and so of course Eve won that with Maurice on commentary, which I love. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was Eve that won the match? I said Alicia. Sorry, uh, Eve Torres. That's what uh, you said. Yeah. So I I found my, I heard my mistake in okay. my head. So yes. Yeah. Uh, let's get on to professionalism here. <laughs> no. 
So yeah, Eve Torres is in the turn is in the semifinals by beating Kaylee Birchall and Alicia Fox beat Kelly Kelly. Yes. So those are your final four. Yes. Who who would you like to see uh, walk away with this one? Um, out of those, I want to see I want to see Alicia Fox finally get it. She's had enough opportunities. Yeah. Okay. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. So and then getting feud with Gail Kim. Yeah, I, th- I think that that could have something to it yeah. actually. So. Anyway, of course, there were bigger doings on, and no disrespect to the ladies, but there were major doings on Raw this week. Yeah. Mike Tyson returns yes. for the first time since ye old WrestleMania 14. Yeah. Almost as long uh, of an absence as Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, so, and Shawn Michaels with yet another chance. Yeah, Shawn Michaels' history coming, <laughs> catching up with him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh, Late Christmas, yeah. Ghost of Christmas, uh, past kind this of thing. This is your life, Shawn Michaels, only spread out over the entire year. Yeah, exactly. And even Mari Gennetti appeared a few months ago, yeah. so there was kind of a, uh, you know, there was an inkling that something was yes. abound. No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, Mike Tyson, I, I we were both excited about it last week on the show. Yeah. And uh, I love that. Tyson's definitely, you know, he's a lifelong fan. Matter of fact, Jr. even said, and if I, I might have mentioned this before already, but Jr. blogged about Tyson before that Monday night, and he said, uh, "I would not want to take on Mike Tyson in an old school WWE trivia game, oh, really? as in like pre-Hogan. I yeah. mean, he's like, you know, from the New York days, like yeah. the Madison Square Garden Classic days. Like, apparently, he's super duper knowledgeable. Well, that's cool. So, I think that's really cool. And yeah. he seemed really cool, laid back, yeah, having fun. Yeah. He was smiling ear to ear, and." uh you know, of course, I popped for the, uh, I, I gotta say, John Cena, uh, he, for throwing out the Mike Tyson's punch-out reference. Yeah, saw it coming, but it was still, it was still fun to, fun to hear. Yeah, exactly, because, yeah, exactly, when he said, uh, you know, uh, you know, these people in here, they've all, you know, I beat all these people in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> I beat Sheamus, I beat Orton, and I beat Mike Tyson, but yeah. it took me two months. <laughs> it took forever, Mike Tyson was hard. Yeah, he was, man. But Even uh, when you blocked, he hurt. Yeah, you know, you know how I beat him. I listened to the music. I knew when he was going to punch. He winks his eye when he's about to punch. Yeah, he does that he does too. A but wink. You can actually tell when he was throwing those uppercuts in the first two minutes by the song. I, that's that's oh, actually how I beat you Tyson. Actually went, okay, you just memorized where it was in the placement of the song. Exactly. So that's how I beat Tyson. Huh. Yeah, the power of music. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Okay, Mike Tyson punch out. <laughs> and yes, Seamus does look like Soda Pop. Oh, I sort. laughed and laughed. I'm still laughing about that because he does. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find a picture of Soda yeah. Popinski to, for you kids out there that may not get that reference. Because <laughs> some of you do not. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it was, uh, what else can you say? I mean, I, you know, they did that thing early on with Shawn Michaels, you know, trying to bury the hatchet with Tyson. Backstage, which I thought was weird. Yeah. I thought maybe they'd do that in front of people, but well, then I realized could, why they didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, you could kind of see, because there were two angles on all of uh, Tyson's backstage segments, so it looked like they were doing cuts. Yeah, there so. was close-ups of Tyson. Yeah. I was like, did they pre-tape some of his... Uh... I'm sure all the backstage segments for anyone had probably pre-taped yeah. for any of the guest hosts. Yeah, that, that's probably Just to make true. it easier. Because they're all used to multiple takes, usually. Yeah. <laughs> Can I do that again? Yeah. <laughs> there was actually a... Uh... <laughs> that reminds me, I have to do this. USA, I'm going to pop. Uh, there was a one of those pre-pay-per-view free, free-for-alls, yeah. and they were interviewing Sid... Uh, before one of those in your houses or something, yeah. and he's like cutting this promo. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kick his ass," and uh, and he kind of breaks it. Goes, "Oh, can we do that again?" <laughs> and Jared's like, "We're live, Sid," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh," 
<laughs> he totally breaks character on the oh, free for all. Uh, anyway, all right. So there. I haven't done a Sid reference in weeks. I know. <laughs> so what? What did you think of the Tyson episode? I I thought it was great. I mean, um, <laughs> Jericho looked really nervous when he was holding up the pads when uh, Tyson was warming up before the match because he put himself in a match. Yeah. Him and Jericho versus DX. Yeah. Because Jericho, even though he's been banned from Raw now three times. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's been on every week since he lost the titles. Yeah. But yeah, Tyson was punching those things and you could see Jericho like jumping back a little and like, ah, ooh. Yeah, the little hand practice pads. Yeah. And I'm sure he was still holding back Tyson, obviously. Yeah. And like, the camera guy was flinching. Jericho yeah. was like, oh my god, I'm live. <laughs> I just gotta hold these things and hope he doesn't like miss the pad and hit me. And his fist would sink into my chest. But, uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but I did like your uh, your uh, comment that he's. Uh, it's not really a big stretch for Jericho because he has the same role that he did when he was in there with the Big Show. Because <laughs> he gets in there, gets beat up, and then if they're gonna win, it's gonna be one punch and it's over. Yeah, <laughs> an illegal punch to the face. Yeah, and that's how Jericho would have gotten his ticket yeah. back on Raw permanently. Not only that, but they said he could have gone anywhere. Yeah, like anywhere at any time, yeah. and that's the clause. And Tyson does that because all guest hosts have supreme power over yeah, Mr. McMahon, everything. apparently. Well, really, I mean, he's already <laughs> on SmackDown, so everything encompasses all of ECW. That's yeah. the only other place he could go. Yeah, and nobody so. cares about the exclus- like, exclusivity to uh, ECW Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Especially th- this homecoming is proving it, yeah. too. <laughs> Tiffany has an open-door policy for ECW. Yeah, well, unfortunately, she doesn't have an open-door policy anymore. Cause, um, but we'll get to that in, uh, later on. <laughs> Tiffany got engaged to yeah. Drew McIntyre is what I'm hearing, so it's kind of a it's kind of a week of mourning. <laughs> <laughs> Joey is very upset. <laughs> yes. He has frowny face right now. Yeah. I'm Scottish Irish, man. I you know, hey, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I'll learn how to not eat meat, maybe. What? Oh, <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, Tiffany's a vegetarian. <laughs> so Well, <Wow>. alright. <laughs> uh that's gonna be his big deal, like, you know, sneaking around the wife, like Eating you know, I, I cheated on you. <laughs> I went to a steakhouse. <laughs> okay. I right, know. So anyway, <laughs> oh on. my god. Um, but yeah. So getting back to that Tyson Jericho versus DX match. Yes. <laughs> the uh, yeah, of course. As soon as the you know, anytime anybody's going to turn on anybody, the positioning in the ring gives it away. Yeah. Every time. Oh well, yeah. But, Especially a guy that's not a a wrestler. I mean, he was right behind Jericho. They're, they're facing off with DX, and he can't see DX because he's right behind Jericho. Yeah, and even, I think Tyson was stancing his punch before he even took the shirt off to yeah. reveal that he was with yeah. DX. Which, you know, like I said, hey, DX, apparently DX for life, you know, even though he uh, punched out Michaels and cost him. Yeah. Well, he didn't cost him the title, but he did that fast count. In fact, he did. He punched him in, uh, oh, well, he punched him after the match, but yeah. that count was really fast. Yeah, it was like ECW old school yeah. count. Yeah. <laughs> so... The antithesis of what you see Scott Armstrong do lately. Yeah. Um, so, all right, I will take shots at him as much as I can. Right. He's almost he's almost getting into Michael Cole status for me, but <laughs> thankfully we don't have to hear him talk. No. But yeah, I noticed uh, after the whole fiasco was over and Jericho got pinned because Tyson punched him in the face, they were they were looking to recreate some of the shots from the like classic shots of like DX hanging on um, Tyson as he's pointing. Yeah. With the DX shirt on, because you could see uh, Triple H was all, on his, all over his shoulders, just like he was back in those pictures. So yeah. you could see they were kind of recreate that whole vibe. 
Yeah, just in case there's China in any of those old shots, we got to redo them. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably pretty much what it yeah. is. You replace China with a hornswoggle, hornswoggle, <laughs> and, and Tyson's son. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but man, I love that promo that Tyson cut on hornswoggle. Yeah. That was brilliant. <laughs> you know, they just went to him and said, "You know, we need you to say something really crazy." So here, say this. Well, yeah, because Tyson—that's been Tyson's thing. That's what he's been known for. Yeah. At least for the last ten years. Yeah. I mean, like his so-called bad era of his uh, boxing career, yeah. and uh, he'd just do those really fucked up interviews yeah. after a match. He'd still be all hyped up and has his adrenaline going. Yeah. He's like, "I'm going to eat his kids," <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so this was a tame Mike Tyson yeah. promo. Actually, yeah. <laughs> no, pull back a little bit, Mike. <laughs> so yeah, and as good as all that was, you know, my favorite segment on Raw was actually the U.S. title segment. Uh, the Miz cut a really, really great promo, like a really serious, really good. Seemingly, I don't know how much it's was like real. A half shoot, yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know how much was real, how much wasn't. But I mean, he was saying some very specific things about his past and his uh, start in the company. And, and then uh, moved on to MVP's past. <laughs> yeah, who he's talked about it before, but I mean, yeah. he was really, I mean, he he stepped up his uh, mic game, I guess, because yeah. I like MVP. I've always liked MVP. Yeah, but he's been kind of, he's I mean... Been, it seems like, he, I don't know if he's been complacent or they just haven't given him enough time to do what he can do. Yeah, I think if they gave him the, the shot, he would run with it. Yeah. But he, at the same time, you can't do that. You can't act like... You're a mid carder. You have to yeah. act like you're a main eventer. He seems kind of like, like a guy, lethargic. He seems kind of like a guy that rises to meet whoever he's facing. The Miz is like on this level right here, and he's mm-hmm. always at that level, yeah. which is great because mm-hmm. he is awesome, like he says. Mm-hmm. But MVP seems to be like if he's not against someone that's great like that, he can just kind of coast where he is. But sure. then he'll rise up to meet whoever he's up against. Matt Hardy is a great example of that because that was a great feud that they had. Yeah, and you're like getting into Big Show mentality at this point for me. What do you mean? That, that's always been my thing about Big Show. Oh, is yeah. if he's if he's the higher he's up on the card, the better he reacts. Yeah, and the actually the more watchable his matches get. Yeah, so it goes a little less one dimensional. I've I've not liked some of MVP's move choices that he's been using. He's got to stop using that stupid overdrive. Yeah, like a, whatever they call it, the playmaker. Yeah, the playmaker. That's never been a good move. The drive got drive by kick was better. Yeah, exactly. Because it was in the corner, it's yeah. a knockout move. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's funny. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was a great. And it, man, anything to elevate the U.S. title. Yeah. Any time you elevate the Intercontinental or U.S. title, I'm happy because those are my favorite titles. But um, it's funny. Uh, I was saying, you know, I wonder what JBL thinks of that because mm-hmm. I always heard that him and Miz. I heard he like hazed them as bad. Yeah. I mean, JBL apparently had a rep for hazing everybody. Yeah, and. The funny thing is, he he cuts that promo and he mentions he singles out JBL in yeah. that, and he even imitates him, yeah. which was hilarious. Yeah. I just saw a post from JBL like on his Facebook or something, mm-hmm. or, and he says, "Am I a dinosaur? Hell yeah, I'm a dinosaur. I'm sitting in the tar pits in Cabo San Lucas right now, um, retired, happy, and he actually like gave it up for the best. He said, mm-hmm. "That's what you're supposed to be doing." Yeah. He goes, "Yes, I'm a dinosaur. You you talk about me." And you put yourself over, and I'm cool with that. He wow. says, you may think I'm full of shit right now, but I'm totally pulling for the Miz. Wow, that's cool. So there you go. Yeah. Layfield's a fan. Yeah. <laughs> After all that. Yeah. I heard a lot of shit between those two guys in the yeah. day. Like rumors, but still. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, yeah. I like that. I'm looking. I. That being said, they need to have that match at the Rumble. they got to have MVP yeah. and Miz. They better not be building to some TV match, because... 
what they pulled on Monday, they deserve the pay-per-view shot now. That'd be a great opener, if anything. So, yeah, you know. But things a promo you didn't like, I know, Hmm. was on SmackDown last week. The Vicky Guerrero, you 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 you've getting you've gotten really. Go ahead, do your. You need to purge about Vicky because you've been. I need to purge on fire on fire about her. I just ever since she's been back, I just have absolutely. I mean, I know she's supposed to be annoying and you're not supposed to like her, which is the point. Right. But she's also kind of a a comedy thing. You're supposed to laugh at people laughing at her. Mm -hmm. But I don't even do that. I just every time she comes on screen, I just want to turn my TV off. It's, oh, her, just, it's bad. I mean, she's not entertaining to me at all in any way. Her and I usually really like bad. the heels. Yeah, exactly. And it, you know, even though she was completely annoying when she was like the raw GM, yeah, it worked. Yeah, and it's, I think maybe that has maybe that did have a lot to do with Edge. I think actually it, it did have. It a lot probably to do with did. Edge. Yeah. But yeah, like that Christmas segment was weird. I mean, she does the same thing every time, and it's just uncomfortable uh, and bad, and like so <laughs> horrible. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, fast forwarded. I haven't seen it yet, dude. <laughs> it's like, turn off. Vicky's on my television. And, I mean, the fact that you're still on probation to Teddy Long, he's been a stupid, that gay probation angle for like half a year now. Vince McMahon doesn't even do care about it. the storyline yeah, anymore. Vince is gone. Not he's, even he's enough to show on to Bret Hart. Yeah, so. exactly. So, if Vince has moved on, then everybody else needs to move on. Yeah. Vicky's just getting away with the fact that Vince hasn't said it. Yeah, that it's off. Yeah, and she's just assuming that it's on, but it's, you know, it's so dumb. But um, <laughs> there was a little shining uh, thing at the end of that last uh, Vicky promo yeah. on SmackDown because Kali shows up, and oh, of course they're pimping the uh, the Mattel figures at this yeah. point. Maria, who's on The Apprentice, giving a, one of the worst promos <laughs> Did, I've ever heard. Didn't learn anything. anything. That show. So you think she got eliminated the first week? <laughs> I would think so. The over. I, I didn't. I didn't read the spoilers. I know that they taped. Yeah. They taped this like three months ago or yeah. something. But so I have no idea. Yeah. But <laughs> she's got to be gone by the first or second week. Yeah. I liked. I mean, I liked what you said. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in any show that has to do with business competing against uh, Sharon Osbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's a, she's a. Uh, she's evil. In the cutthroat world of business, she will cut your throat. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I thought, mean, she will kill you. She I, will murder you. Yeah, I thought she was going to kill Jillian because yeah. she lunged at her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when she was hosting a few months ago. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Maria does her horrible cell job, and then Vicky shows up. This is like the worst segment of the yeah. week. It really is. But at least Kali comes in. And <laughs> That's not always a good thing. It's not always a good thing. Hey, man, if Kali's not stepping between the ropes... I'm going to give it a shot. All right. And Runjan's trying to translate for him, saying, these are great action figures, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, they already made the joke that Vicky's figure would be the biggest one. Yes. But then Kali says it again, which yes. makes it a bad segment. Yes. But then, what does he say? Like, uh, that her figure will look like a cow? Something. I don't remember exactly what was said, but then something about cow, and then Kali moves at her. <laughs> he he like, gets right in her face and moves yeah. really loud. <laughs> and so I kind of chuckled at first, but then I'm like, hey, well, wait, I think he just, that's a compliment, because he's Indian. Yeah. Cows are, are regarded uh, like they're religious. They're like a re- part of their religion, the Hindu religion. Wow. They're, uh, I mean, you can't harm a cow. It's it's almost sacred. Yeah, I think so. I've heard that before, actually, yeah, so. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah, so hey, man. Uh, so Kali so, actually likes Vicky. <laughs> yeah, he was they, paying her a compliment. He was not insulting her. Well, see, there you go. Vicky can get a new charge out of it. So, yes. uh, 
Anytime someone moves in someone's face, I'm, I think it's gold. But look at you, man. That's a that's an extra level. I gotta dig yes. that. I gotta appreciate that. Maybe they'll go. Man, they should run with that next week. I was I was about to say if they ever go to India, like for any, do they ever go to India for shows? <laughs> yeah, they. Do. they I sh- think they have before. Yeah, that would be great. They have Vicky they walk in the streets. Walk the streets, and they're like, "Yay!" Yeah. They all drop to their knees, like, "Ah!" <laughs> I'm just picturing like when Hassan used to do it, and they're like, yeah. "Oh." <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. Oh. Million dollar idea right there. <laughs> we need back on board with Vicky. That's the only way. Uh, <laughs> oh boy! You know what? You know what? I didn't even think about this this whole time, and this is a good thing. But we haven't seen Eric Escobar in weeks. I've thought about it. I didn't want to say it. But speaking of a guy that we haven't seen in months, <laughs> okay. uh, there was a there was a release last week. A guy who had been on the main roster but had been in Florida for the longest time now, mm. our um, our one of our favorites from last year, DJ Gabriel. Oh yeah. So DJ Gabriel has been wished well with his future endeavors. There was a little bit of a like I think they fired at least half a dozen people out of development or oh. released him. So you know I'm sure maybe they'll be back. Who knows? I mean yeah. that's the whole thing about development. So, but th- they moved some people in. So I'll go with that later. But DJ Gabriel, man. <laughs> Never really got a fair shot, I don't yeah, think. He was he was all right, but yeah, his like we mentioned before on an old episode, yeah, he was his uh his name was confusing to us. <laughs> yes. That's one of the, my favorite things of last year was that show we did <laughs> where I didn't even realize how far off of the path I was going with him until I listened back to it. So I really don't know what I'm saying half the time, apparently, because I don't even. I was like, I don't remember saying half of those things. I called you on the phone about it. Um, yeah. So if you haven't heard that show, uh, we'll we'll link the episode number uh, on the show notes. Yeah. Uh, I beg of you, please download that show. If you don't listen to any of our old shows, listen to that one at least. It so. was pretty, pretty, pretty damn funny. A great because it was like the first night that DJ had showed up on Raw or ECW, yeah, and or one of the first nights. And we're like, "Well, okay, I'm confused. He's dancing, yeah. Um, he was with Alicia Fox. They were right. dancing together. So yeah. is he is he a disc jockey? <laughs> yeah. Does he actually spin? Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Where's his records? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> and then, and then it, that led down a whole and the, the tangent was started, and it just yes. kind of went. Yes. Please go listen to that show. <laughs> I beg of you. Okay, <laughs> so, hey, so, like I said, development, uh, some people leave, uh, some, I, I should have jotted the names down, but I didn't recognize any of them, to be fair and mm-hmm. quite honest, but they hired some people, too, so, hey, you know, doors close and another one opens, kind of thing. They signed a, a masked guy from Mexico named Supernova, mm-hmm. who is not Nova from ECW, right. don't get it confused, because he was Supernova for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, and apparently he appeared on ECW a few weeks ago in a tag match against Kalen and Croft. Okay. I don't know which one he was. Yeah, that's, I mean, that narrows it down quite a bit. I can go back and watch my, uh, yeah. watch my copies of the shows and figure it out, I'm sure. So if he does debut with the mask and he gets over, then that'll be a piece of YouTube gold, yeah. you know, kind of like what the John Cena, Brian Danielson matches become. Yeah. <laughs> so, and also, hey, uh, more second generation stars, Chris. No. We talked about Ricky Steamboat Jr. is what he's apparently being known as now already. Yeah, uh, He started last week in Florida, and this week they also signed uh, Rikishi Fatu's son, Josh Fatu. Josh Fatu? Yes, Josh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Rikishi. I'm not Sika. I'm not Haku. I'm I think they'll let him keep that name. Just Josh. Josh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> 
but I don't even know. Well, I say second generation. I don't know what generation you are if you're in the Samoan family clan. Yeah. No disrespectment at all. I just don't know the branches. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> so I'm curious. You know, I've I've always been a, ever since I've been watching. I've been intrigued and a fan of the you know all the Samoan competitors. Yeah. They've usually I, I don't not really any of them have let me down like on an entertainment level. Yeah. So you know they always bring it. So I'm excited. Hopefully you'll do a lot better than what could be probably one of your cousins or whatever, Sim Snooka. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who you can now see at uh, random indie shows. Yeah. And that's good. Hey, at least he's working. Yeah. So. <sighs> All right. <laughs> so um, I bet you're wondering which Raw performed better. Are you talking to me or are you talking to them? I'm talking to you and them. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't tell Chris this before the show. So, Chris, which Raw do you think did better in the ratings? Last week's with Bret Hart or this week's with Mike Tyson? Well, I would imagine Bret Hart. Nope. No? Yeah, Tyson won by a tenth of a point. Wow. So they actually gained viewers. I think you can chalk that up to the viewership being split, though. Oh, from the TNA thing or the UFC fight? Well, the TNA thing. Okay. Uh, Yeah, possibly. I mean, it would be... I'd be interested to see what the I, maybe it was one of the things where wrestling uh, some wrestling fans did come back yeah. in general, not just people that were watching. Oh, Raw they heard week. about it and started watching this week. Just yeah, started watching that again too. that week. So I mean, because the number was up, yeah. it wasn't like massive that Raw was up, but yeah. it went up a little bit, and then it went up a tenth. You know, so I don't know what kind of promotion they did for the Tyson one. It seemed yeah. like it wasn't as much. No, I don't think so. But uh, you know, so but the Tyson thing uh, competing against a live UFC fight night. Yeah. I don't have the numbers for that, unfortunately. You would think that the even the pro wrestling sites would pay attention to that, because to me, like I said, that was going to be bigger competition than Impact was. Yeah. It's a different thing, yeah. but still. Yeah. Interesting. Well, one last thing about the Raw guest hosts. I know next week it's Don Johnson and John Heater yeah. of Napoleon Dynamite fame. They got Seems a, random, but I guess they got a movie coming out. Yeah, they're gonna they're in a movie together, but I don't I don't know the name of it. But I'm sure we'll know I'm sure by this time will. next week. <laughs> And we'll have seen five trailers by yeah. then. Uh, but I've got an, I've got a couple of leads on uh, future guest hosts that may okay. be of bigger intrigue. Right. Uh, the rumored Stacy Keebler uh, may or may not happen, but apparently it's back in the probably will happen very soon because I think cool. she has some sort of show to promote or mm-hmm. movie appearance. I know she was like on How I Met Your Mother this week or something. Oh, really? Like yeah. So I should watch that show. Yeah, I, I need to start watching that show. A lot of people I like from shows I like were on it, so why am I not watching it? I don't know. Why aren't you? I don't know. Oh, yeah, well, I don't... <laughs> That's a whole other issue. <laughs> but uh, one that wrestling fans, near and far, old and new, will be very happy to hear. This is confirmed by WWE.com Okay. on March 15th, two weeks before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, oh, yeah? will be hosting Raw. Awesome. So, will he bring his ATV with him? <laughs> um, I'm going to say no. He had a WrestleMania. He did have it at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said he was going to close the... Ch- what did he say? He was closing the chapter on pro wrestling, but I guess he meant in the ring. So. Yeah. But he's going to be promoting that movie that he promoted at Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damage. That they cut out of the the, the TV uh, version of it. Yeah, and that's not all they cut out, but we already yeah. talked about that. But uh, Oh, yeah, speaking of that, Hall of Fame is going to air again only for an hour this year on USA again, and it's going to... Uh, you know, it's only going to be an hour again, so it's yeah. probably going to have like a ton of edit in it, yeah. just like last year. So we'll just get the WrestleMania box set. Exactly, yeah. It's all good. It's the incentive to buy it. Yeah. 
So I, I'd assume since they tease the Stu Hart induction that they're actually going to do it. I would assume so. So, is there anybody else you can think of that should go in this year besides? Uh, we, we said besides Macho Man, Savage, yeah. Ted DiBiase I was probably I was about a lot. That yeah. So who do you think? Anybody else? Um, those are my top two right there. Yeah. You think they're? Do you think they're kind of like gun shy on inducting like you know dead guys? You know, because Rick Rude needs to be in that thing, man. He should be. I'm, I don't. I don't. Why? I thought it wouldn't make any sense to be. Yeah. To not do it. Yeah, that'd be nice, man. Because Bobby could could do it for him. Yeah. That'd be great. Bobby could probably tell you a ton of great Rick yeah. Rude stories. He's got stories about people he didn't even manage. Yeah. So he's probably got some good Rick Rude stories. So that'd be cool. That that that's my other that would big be cool, one. Yeah. So. All right. So yeah, you know, I we we gotta go, man. We really gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I want to. Um. You know, you know what? I should have promoted this at the top of the show because we don't do this very often, and shame on us. Um, I think I mentioned this on an earlier show. My New Year's resolution this year is to stay current on Ring of Honor. And how are you doing on that? Not good. But it's only <laughs> been two weeks this year, so okay. now I only have two shows to catch You're up as opposed to, like, 52 shows. Right. right? But, you know, I, I will be current, and I, you, you can expect... I'm, I'm going to promise you, I will guarantee it. Wow. On the next show, I will give you a Ring of Honor review. Up to date? Up to date. I'll, I'll do the two or three weeks that they've done this year that I've missed. So mm-hmm. shame on me. But for the time being, we actually have three little Ring of Honor bits to uh, go over here. Sure. Ring of Honor's in the news this week. Yeah. Even in the f- uh, representing company that's not them. <laughs> what? I'll, you'll see what I mean here. In okay. A <laughs> we'll, we'll go over this here. Right. And uh, I was reading a Facebook Q&A <laughs> with okay. Vince Russo, All right. which I guess I could go over some other things here, because, uh, you know what, I'm going to do those later on, because we are going to do five rumors in five minutes later on, so. Okay. But, you know, we were, um, so a fan asked him, Vince, if you had the ear of Dixie Carter and Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. which five people from Ring of Honor, WWE, or anywhere in the world would mm-hmm. you sign and the first thing that Vince Russo said is I've never seen Ring of Honor wow <laughs> you're one of the main writers and bookers in the number two company in pro wrestling yeah. and you've never watched friggin Ring of Honor yeah that is a I don't I mean I kind of find that pretty hard to believe especially considering like hey some of our, our well, not some of our best workers in TNA yeah. came from this little old place called Ring of Honor. Yeah. Maybe I ought to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, if you can reference someone for a job, you look good. You get points. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I guess he's not really interested in the wrestling aspect of it. He's just interested in the storyline aspect of it, which mm-hmm. I guess kind of makes sense, but yeah. still. I mean, you would same. think you would watch... Um, a just to see like hey I hope we're not doing something exactly like this other company is doing or B hey that was kind of cool let's steal that and do something similar to it yeah because that was the name of the game for the Monday Night Wars yeah. I mean people were still a move left and right and they would all watch ECW and right. steal their shit yeah. <laughs> for the most part I mean yeah. you know yeah I'm not saying that Vince wasn't completely told Vince Russo yeah. wasn't completely 100% original um, you know he definitely had his originality he had his yeah. bullshit too yeah. so it is what it is I love when I listen to those Jim Cornette rants about Vince Russo, man. Because yeah. he was talking about, like, Russo and Ed Ferreira would they'd write bullshit stuff, like the Terry Runnels uh, miscarriage angle. Oh, yeah. Wow, <laughs> I forgot about that. And he was like, can't, that's just, that doesn't even belong there, you yeah. know. And I, I totally agree, guys. Can you imagine that, like, you know, 
someone watching at home and their wife had a miscarriage that yeah. same week, you do you put that shit on television. I was like, that's a damn fine point, sir. Didn't Lita have a miscarriage too? Or, um, or I think she faked? lied about it. Was it a lie? It was I like can't, a lie. Can't remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Snitsky. Yeah. Yeah. Snitsky like knocked baby her over. Baby killer Snitsky. Oh, my God. Yeah. The baby killer Snitsky. Wow. Two miscarriage angles. Yeah. Oh my God. Man. I think I blocked that out of my mind. That's why I can't remember if she was just lying mm-hmm. about it or. And what the whole thing was about. <laughs> the only thing that did it for me was when Snitsky brought the, the baby carriage out the next week and he had the, the fake the fake baby and he punted it into the crowd. I don't know why I got a kick out of that because that's just so vile, but it was so absurd. See, that was a good absurd comedy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't think uh, Linda McMahon would be very happy to see that footage pop up on her campaign trail. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, if you... By the way, if you are hosting a YouTube clip of Katie Vick, you're going to get a cease and desist pretty damn soon. <laughs> you just said it, so we're on we're on notice right now. Yeah, oh, we're on notice. <laughs> so yeah, Vince Russo has never watched Ring of Honor. Hmm. Um, you know, whatever. That just goes to show you the kind of stuff he writes anyway. Yeah. Is, uh, that, that, that explains a lot, actually. Yeah. It really does. Um... Yeah, so, oh yeah, some more Ring of Honor. You, before we hit record, literally, you were telling me about some amazing things going on with Ring of Honor. They've got two big shows coming up. Yes. So, uh, Chris, uh, take it away. Well, actually, I downloaded, um, if you have an iPhone, um, Ring of Honor has a newly released uh, application for iPhone, which basically all it is is their uh, newswire that they have on their website. Okay. Um, video clips from YouTube and uh, basically Twitter, all in one application. So cool. it was pretty cool. I one was stop shop. A, yeah, I was watching a Sarah Del Rey versus Nikki Rocks earlier on the uh, video oh, portion cool. of it. How, um, you, how is it watching wrestling matches on an iPhone? Because I will never watch a movie on a. Yeah. Is, is, I'm, obviously, that's a different form, but. Yeah. How is it watching a match on an iPhone? It's, it's not bad. I mean, the quality is kind of low, but mm. I mean, if you're not by a TV or a computer, then if you're like me and you have time at work where you just sit there do nothing, then yeah, yeah, pop out your iPhone and it's not that bad. There you go. Yeah, I like that. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, Brian Kendrick, um, he is returning to Ring of Honor. Ah. It had well, it had already been confirmed, but. Um, his first match has been finalized. It will take place on the Ring of Honor 8th Anniversary Show hmm. um, on February 13th of uh, this year. And he will be facing off against Roderick Strong. Uh, so That will be a yeah. good match. Sure. Uh, it's going to be in New York. So if you live in or near New York, definitely go check that out. But before that, actually, is one that I wished I lived in California for. Um, in Los Angeles, uh, Ring of Honor is actually going to be there. It's their Los Angeles debut, I believe. Hmm. And um, there's this big, it's called Wrestle Reunion that's going on that weekend. Like, a okay. whole bunch of big-time wrestlers going to be there. Bret Hart is actually going to be there. I've heard of um, those Daphne's going to be there. Yeah. Um, and they have, like, matches there, too. Yeah. But uh, Ring of Honor is actually doing their own show. And the, actually, I don't know if this is the main event because it's not the first match listed. But hmm. uh, it's the one I'm looking most forward to is... And a non-title match for the first time ever, Austin Aries, the Ring of Honor World Champion, versus Jushin Thunder Liger. Nice. Yes. Oh, man, that's going to be great. That takes place on the 29th of January in Los Angeles. Oh, nice. And then the, the main event, actually, is what appears to be, if this is the correct order that I'm looking at, is uh, it's an eight-man tag team war pitting the uh, tag team champions of the Briscoes, Versus, oh wait, no, sorry. The Briscoes teaming up with the Young Bucks 
versus the American Wolves and the Kings of Wrestling, who consist of Chris Hero and Cla- Claudio Castagnoli. Really, they form... Oh, my God. See, why am I... Oh. Yeah. I so gotta get caught up. You need to start watching. Uh, well, that's gotta be one of the Bucks' last shows with yeah. them, because... Uh, you know, well, Bucks have been signed to TNA. I think, I mean, at least I knew back the, a while ago, I had heard that TNA was really cool about letting their uh, stars um, go and do, like, independent shows. And you, Well, they're they're cool with the independent show thing, but apparently Ring of Honor is a no-go no. anymore, pretty much. I mean, there's the occasional agreement, but yeah. they don't like it to where they're just going to be on yeah. Ring of Honor every week. I mean, like, hey, man, there's those cool special nights, like when Joe came back. Yeah. And then when... Uh, well, I just saw Nikki Rocks versus Sarah Del Rey, which yeah. is Roxy. So. Yeah. So. Um, but actually, on that show... Maybe on the they're tw- getting a little more lax. I don't know. On that show on the 29th, there's a really weird bonus match. Okay. It's uh, Larry Zabisco versus Scotty Tuhati. What? Yeah. Larry's a that's gotta be that's obviously the wrestle reunion stuff but. I guess and then the uh, special guest referee is Johnny Fairplay oh my god so don't go to see that match but go to see the rest there's so many bad things that could happen just at that <laughs> with all those variables you gave me yeah you know I'm sure Zabisco is gonna wanna do a promo with Fairplay cause they can both talk okay mm. and then I don't, I don't know that's just oh. I can't believe Larry's still wrestling yeah that wasn't even necessary from day one. <laughs> that he was <laughs> never been a Zabisco fan. The, yeah. Like he he was believable to me for about a year when he was in the Dangerous Alliance and they teamed with Arn Anderson and they were the Enforcers, okay. and they actually gave Larry an injury gimmick. Hmm. Like he was good at breaking like certain bones. Like he broke Barry Windham's hand, hmm. you know, and things like that. So so he was Larry the Cruncher Zabisco for about a year, uh-huh. and then. Uh, and that's also a test to, uh, you know, Polly. You know, Polly can get anybody over. Yeah. So, just like Tony Atlas, I was I was yeah. very disappointed that we didn't see a Mark Henry Tony yeah. Atlas reunion on ECW last week. Yeah, that wasn't cool with Mark. <laughs> Mark of course, just blew him off. Fits with his character because he always did when he was in ECW anyway. Yeah, that's true. But now, yeah, when Mark Henry was a bastard, he used to treat Tony Atlas like shit, and now yeah. that he's not a bastard anymore. He still treats Tony Atlas yeah. like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like you're somebody else's yuck monkey now. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that you know, they really. Uh, what's it gonna take to get Tony Atlas on Raw for a night, and then get Robert Carradine to come on as a guest host? <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Robert Carradine is the head nerd of Revenge yes. of the Nerds. So he was. Um, Crap, I've seen that movie like 900 times, and why am I just spacing his character name? Lewis. Yeah, he was Lewis Skolnick. (laughs) All right. Not the first time we've uh, referenced uh, Revenge of the Nerds on the show, either. Probably my favorite intro ever. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, man, hey. I'm I'm so glad we're talking about Ring of Honor. I can't tell you how relieved I am. Well, actually, I've, I've been watching, I've been trying to watch more outside the box, not just the... The weekly shows, because it does get, I mean, I think I got a little burned out at the end of last year, because that's all I was watching was WWE and TNA, Yeah. but I've started watching, I've started watching AAA here, because we get it, I think I mentioned that before. Yeah. Um, you want to give me a AAA report every week? Um, I'll <laughs> start when it was more interesting. The last one I watched was a whole bunch of matches, like, from earlier in, in last year, though. so, but... um. You were telling me that there was something really upsetting about, like, the two main guys 
like the two big main events. Oh, stars. two of the two of the main guys. Um, I think uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. is actually the champ right now. Really? And uh, he's going up against this guy called Messias, and uh, he, him, and this other guy, uh, Cybernetico, um, or Cybernetico, however you want to pronounce it. Right. Um, they they're both huge muscle muscle guys, like bodybuilder type. They look like Batista. <laughs> they look like Mexican versions of Batista, both of them. I have a hard time do, telling them apart, actually. Do, really? Do they wrestle like Batista? <laughs> Tell me they don't. Um, no, I mean, they have kind of better matches, but they're still not great. Hmm. I mean, the best matches are actually, of course, like mid-card and lower card. Yeah, Cause you've got not heavyweight. You've got, the, like, the women who, uh, the, there's this feud, uh, Sexy Star, who is a, uh, Masked a female wrestler versus Fabi Apache, and uh, they've got they mix it up. They actually have like intergender matches, and hmm. um, they'll get in there. Rain um, has shown up a few times. She's okay. a heel over there, so former one half of the Minnesota Home Wrecking Crew. Rain, <laughs> um, she's there. Um, she's actually uh, a sexy star. Has teamed up with Teddy Hart. Who has the most ridiculous ring attire I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> Go ahead, but uh, well, tell, he, tell he, the people he has the heart because he is a heart. He can use it right. with the wings on it, but it's not printed on his tights. It's actually the wings actually come off of his tights. Three <laughs> D wings, yeah. <laughs> And his boots and his knee pads—they go like all the way up and down his legs. So he's got like these like seven, eight pairs of wings all the way up and down his legs. It looks he got a gazelle gimmick or something. Oh, <laughs> it looks retarded. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it's it's good. I'm, I'm if if something big pops up, I'll mention it. Yeah. But um, do you think when Teddy Hart got released from development, he got a call from Brett like, "What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you?" Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I actually like uh, Mark Jindrak now. Is he wrestling over yeah, there? Yeah, he's there as a uh, Marco Corleone is his name. Yeah. And uh, see, I always saw potential in Mark Jindrak. I yeah. used to think I was crazy. But he's not on there every week, but well, I mean, I didn't like Jindrak and O'Hare because I hated O'Hare because he was god awful. Right. But Jindrak, I was like, eh, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's pretty good. I don't know if I did that on the Missed Opportunity Show, but I always said one of the best ideas they could have done in like oh three oh four was uh, when Teddy Long was on SmackDown. He was managing Jindrak. Yeah. They could have had Matt Morgan come in and they could have been the new skyscrapers yeah. Yeah. or a, a version thereof yeah so not skyscrapers 2000 or anything like that but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> still <laughs> extreme skyscrapers yeah there, yeah, there you go maybe um, there was a plan and they were going to call them the twin towers or two towers <laughs> yeah and it's like ah oh, yeah, no we, we can't do that that's not as bad as wcw the, that there was that story that always went around, and, and WWE Magazine talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they said the worst ideas ever, like worst gimmick ideas ever. Uh, the Dungeon of Doom was going to bring in a wrestler called the Final Solution. Wow. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't realize how insane and insensitive that is, the Final Solution was the name of the was what the Germans called yeah. the Holocaust. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I swear. True story. <laughs> I'm sure the writers will deny it up and yeah. But hey, WWE felt that they could print it in their magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, Conan is actually one of the top guys down there in uh, AAA right now. So oh yeah, it's pretty cool. I was, uh, you know, I was looking up Ring of Honor DVDs, and I saw that they had a they they put out shoot interview DVDs too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Conan has one. Oh really? I'm sure that one's interesting. Yeah, I'm sure it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. I think it's about time we bring back an old segment. What's that? That I, I, I actually used to like to do a lot. So we're going to do five rumors in five minutes. And I got a clock in front of me. <laughs> okay. And I'm about ready to go. All right. Whenever so, you're ready. All right. In so, your own time. 
in my own time. These are it's very TNA oriented. So okay, all right, we're starting now. So um, there's been kind of a review of they've been signing so many people to TNA, or there's people making appearances. Right. They might get full time deals, and they say that Scott Steiner and Kip James, their futures are very much in question now. Oh yeah. <laughs> So obviously, like Scott Steiner did, like next to nothing yeah. on that Impact show. Kip James, the only time you see him is during one of those, you know, shoptna.com promos. I don't think it's a very much of a leap. I could have made that rumor. Right. I mean, how? When was the last time you saw Kip James? Yeah. And then before like that, said, when was the last time you saw him in the ring? He was like picking up garbage, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, in Foley's office. Someone ran into him like in the back when he was cleaning up a mess that an attack outside had done. That was the last time you saw him, and that was weeks yeah. ago. So that being said, um, would you like for that to happen? I don't really have any use to see him on TV anymore. Yeah. Okay. If they can make room for someone better, if they make room for the Nasty Boys with the release of those two, no, I don't care. I hope that was a one-night deal. Yeah. I really do. Or if they're going to pay it off with it, uh, you know, because I guess 3D has never beaten the Nasty Boys, yeah. apparently, so that's probably why. They just have to beat every yeah. big tag team that's ever held a championship that are still alive. Yeah. So with that being said, I heard Demolitions work in the indie circuit. Yeah. Bring them in for a night. Uh, I, like I do see, see that. I just like to see that once. Yeah. How bad could they be compared to the Nasty Boys? Uh, yeah, that's true. Seriously. But if they can exchange one Kip James for one Val Venus, just even trade, they'll be happy. That is, that's a good move. We said that's going to be one of their better signings yeah. as far as on long-term basis, even if it just means having a good trainer. Yeah. The guy, you know. Anyway. All right, rumor number two. We're on to minute number two. The uh, this is this rumor has been going on for ever since Hogan signed uh, that they're going to finally get rid of the six sided ring. Good, you like that? Yeah, I don't like the six sided ring. It's yes. retarded. So I'm referencing Vince Russo's Facebook Q and A. Someone asked him, "Is the six sided ring going away?" And he said, "It appears so." Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, all right. Well, hey. Well, this that was an early. That was a quick one. We're on to rumor number three. Uh, according to something I read, and actually uh, Foley. Uh, is saying that he called Ric Flair uh, the last week of December of 2009 to mm-hmm. get him to sign with TNA. But the rumor is Flair held out until two days before the live impact taping. Trying to get a better deal? I- I'm assuming so, yeah. Which is fine, you know. Yeah. But You think that explains why they had freaking nothing for him? <laughs> well, he went to the bathroom for an hour and then, <laughs> and then came didn't out. even make it. Like, the- uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, I think Hogan's coming out here in like five minutes. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> so, do you think um, that's just a rumor or, or what? Um, I don't know. I I kind of tend to believe it. I mean, if it's uh, if I was in his position, yeah, I'd hold out for more money too. Because you know they want him. Yeah, I mean that's that's he's in a very advantageous position there. Yeah. Okay, and um, I. I they say that um, you know I don't know which one to go with. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna do a WWE one since it's so TNA heavy, and I'll save my favorite TNA one for last. It kind of a TNA WWE twofer. They say that they're gonna actually phase out the raw guest hosts. If you can believe that, I can believe that. I mean, I'm sure it's pretty taxing trying to get a different host every single week. Yeah, and with of course the the end game being that they want to have a GM for Raw. Yeah. Uh, do you agree with that? And if so, I'm putting you on the spot. Who do you think is the best pick at this point to be the Raw GM? What, like a current someone it's, that's currently yeah, on the someone show? They got, someone they got in the company, or if you think they can bring back somebody logical, yeah. you know, from the past. Well, I mean, I always want William Regal to be GM, <laughs> all forever and always. So that would be great. <laughs> you know, it would be actually more awesome. Hmm. Jericho. 
Oh yeah, that would be great. He's a ma- He can't wrestle yeah. on Raw, but he can make the matches. Yeah, that's brilliant, sir. Wow. Somehow finagles his way into the GM position. Yeah, that's my pick. That's brilliant because I mean he can. Oh, he can still wrestle if he wants because yeah. he's a GM. He can do what he wants. Yeah, it's like if you think I'm going to get my ass kicked, you just tune in Friday night, sir. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's cross promotion. Yeah. That's great. I like that. Okay, last rumor. We went a little over time, but uh, it's worth it. Uh, the rumor is, the rumor was actually, that Booker T was going to re-sign with the WWE in time for the Royal Rumble as a surprise entrant. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, talks have broken down completely because Booker T was asking for a really nice contract. Not so much money-wise, but perk-wise. Yeah. Uh, what they tend to call nowadays the Shawn Michaels deal. Very limited schedule, mm-hmm. uh, no house shows, and this is the thing that he apparently tacked on to his proposal, was he wanted to be integrated into the broadcast team. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, I know you've been hot and cold with that idea, Chris, yeah. of Booker T ever darkening a broadcast booth. Yeah. But, man... <laughs> I can't think of a better replacement for Byron Saxon at this point. Every week, though? Man, that would get... Annoying. I want to see the return of Black Snow. Maybe a one-off back, thing. Back, I don't know. Back, back elbow, back elbow, side headlock. As far as that rumor goes, I kind of don't know. I mean, I think... Eh, I kind of kind of not believe it. I mean, it's something that anybody could just kind of make up. Yeah. But, you know what would be fun, though? If it's a planted story. Yeah. Because, you know, they do plant their own rumors yeah. sometimes. So they say, oh, yeah, Booker T, he's he's being a dick. He's asking yeah. for the moon. And then he still shows up. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But as far as, I mean, I don't I don't have a, a big problem with Byron Saxton. Um, I think he started off kind of shaky. Now he's just kind of fallen into, he's he's wallpaper for me at this point. Because <laughs> uh, I, have, I have this thing, uh, I have this callus built in my head. From years and years of Michael Cole commentary, <laughs> to where it's it's like playing a guitar, you don't feel it anymore after a while. I don't hear commentary that's annoying anymore because I have Michael Cole, so I don't really. The and then when I watch Raw with you, I really bring up Michael Cole things. Yeah, <laughs> like Michael Cole to still out. he still breaks the barrier a few times every week with his cavalry and uh, is calling a power slam, a scoop slam every time. And before a commercial break, everybody's rolling. Yeah, rolling. Um, but, By the way, that will not be the outro no, song. No, it's not, not going to be. Um, but as far as Byron Saxon goes, I don't, I don't have a huge problem with him. I don't, hey. I don't really like him, but I don't really dislike him either. That's a fair assessment of him for sure. So, Yeah, okay, maybe not every week. You're, you're selling me on it, but I do miss Booker T getting that shot in the booth. How about once a week? Like oh no, no. What do you mean I, mean, I, did, I mean I didn't mean it like that. I meant one match a week. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Once in a while is cool because he doesn't have to ruin everybody's matches for you. But <laughs> the, the they TNA can do show it on that, a rotating basis. The TNA show that one night was funny, but like <laughs> I said, was. every single week now. Yeah, couldn't take it. If there's one TNA show I probably want on DVD, it's going to yeah. be that one. If he did normal commentary, I'm sure he could do that well. But yeah. if he did the Black Snow commentary, no. <laughs> Not having it. <laughs> Great. Uh, he probably asked for that in the old TNA. Like, yeah. they could build a table for the machine guns. I yeah. should get my own spot every week. Did you hear me? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm brilliant. <laughs> I'm the future of pro wrestling commentary. I'm the present, damn it. <laughs> 
He can uh, do accents. I mean, how many accents has he done? Yeah. And then all of this. Yeah, he's a thespian. <laughs> yes. That's right. You should have gotten that shampoo commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in all this, what's he doing with his promotion? Doesn't he have? Doesn't he have his own promotion yeah, for like a hundred years lately. now? Yeah. Has he just completely left that in the hands of his brother? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> should go down there and be like, I'd like to talk to the manager, please. <laughs> we need to take a trip to Houston. We'll take a detour on because we got to do that. We got to go to the um, Wrestling Hall of Fame in Oklahoma, mm. but uh, we should take a detour over to Booker T's Fed. How is that? That's not a detour. That's a complete opposite direction. Oh yeah, you know, hey, <laughs> damn, we're we don't. It's two thousand. It's twenty ten, and we don't have transporters. Damn it, no flying cars, no transporters. Uh, we definitely got robbed. Yes. All right. Well, science advances aside. Um, you got anything else? No. <laughs> got nothing. I totally drained you out of this week's show. <laughs> All right. Yeah, with the uh with the I, wait, I do have something else. Hit it. Um I talking about trying to watch other things. I recently got a uh, few DVDs in the mail and I watched one of them, actually three of them. Oh yeah. Three in one. Um for a long time I've everybody that listens to this show should know by now I'm a huge fan of women's wrestling and a few women in particular, but women's wrestling as a whole. And I've been and hearing about those three would be. Well, um, not necessarily just limited to three. Well, not limited but to three, but your, your current favorites. Go cheer, with your cheerleader current. Melissa, Sarah Del Rey, and I think now Daisy Hayes is huh? back up there. Yeah. Kinda, she's always been kind of right at the top. Right. But cheerleader Melissa is like my current like obsession right now. All right. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, I had been hearing about Chick Fight for the past few years, but the DVDs were like really expensive, like thirty dollars mm. per yeah. uh, disc for each tournament, which. It's that's hard for me to spend thirty dollars on something I don't know if I'm gonna like or not. Exactly. But uh there's actually one called Gold Rush. It is Chick Fights four through six in a collected version for twenty dollars and you can actually get it for less than that if you find it used. Oh. Um, which I did on Amazon. But uh if we find a good link we'll we'll put it on our yes. show notes. But it was amazing. I mean, the first one, Chick Fight 4, it was good. There were some throwaway matches in the first round. all of them are eight woman tournaments. One night tournaments, and um, there were a couple throwaway matches in the first round of the number four. Second round was excellent. Mm-hmm. Best matches of the night were in the second round, and then the the uh, final was it was good. But then they got progressively better. And on Chick Fight Six is but one of my that's, current. Huh? That's good that you're not spoiling the uh, the people that actually got to the second round. I like that. Oh yeah, no. Because even the DVDs for like WWEs, they yeah. do that so yeah. much. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. But uh, Chick Fight 6 actually has one of my very, one of my top matches of all time now, I think. Really? Um, it's going to go on my, whenever I redo the web pages for the, uh, the crew pages for the website, it's going on there. It's uh, first round, so I'm not spoiling anything. It's Daisy Hayes versus Cheerleader Melissa. Ooh, and there you go. <laughs> yeah. It, it encompasses everything that women's wrestling and wrestling in general should be. Because there's chain wrestling, there's brawling, there's outside the ring action, which is actually entertaining, which I usually don't like at all. Yeah, that's usually, usually the out. drum solo of a wrestling match is the uh, <laughs> the outside action. That's the bathroom break right there. The drum solo. But it was actually really <laughs> awesome. So go pick it up. I'm going to actually do a, hopefully by now on the website, go check it out. I have a DVD review of Chick Fight Gold Rush up right now. And yeah. I'll go into a bit more detail. Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna do DVD reviews on our blog. Yeah. I got one coming up soon too, actually. But I'll I'll let you know when I decide which one I'm gonna do. It's down to two right now. All right. But I but yeah, know. excellent, excellent stuff. 
cool. And Chick so, fight, man. Yeah. I can't Look, wait to see it. I'm going to yeah. watch it now. Looking forward to uh, women's wrestling this year. I want to see my Wrestlelicious. <laughs> I love serious serious women's wrestling, but I want I want Wrestlelicious on yeah. TV. It's already taped. It's already out there. There's people I like in it, so I want to see it. You think he's just going to throw it away on DVD at this point? I don't know. If they can't get a if they can't get a deal, they got to put it somewhere before it gets too old. So yeah. sell it. That's what that's what MTV did when they uh, canceled WSX. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, it'd be nice though. It'd be nice. But like, is any of them like not working for companies now? <laughs> uh, yeah, get there's some girls. I don't recognize in there. But there's wasn't Lacey on there and Lacey, Lacey Van, Van Eric. Lacey Van Eric, Daphne, uh, Daisy Hayes, uh, Christy Ricci. Well, I guess she's not working for. The big promotions. Um, um, Madison Rain. Uh, yeah, see? See, they're all yeah. must have run their contract. They have to get all new girls now. Yeah. So, we're the only ones, I think we're the only ones promoting WrestleLicious. <laughs> Still, <laughs> every week for some reason. So we got to get that guy on the show. Yeah. There you go. That, yeah. We can get that guy. Right, Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, you know, I guess uh, that's going to do it for this week. And um, we'll go ahead and do the plugs. Take it away, yeah. Chris. So, go to the website, which is WrestlingHouseShow.com for that dvd review that i just mentioned um as always my show links are up there and link from there is our mevio page where you can stream the show sign up uh let us know what you think comment over there or give us a comment on itunes which is also linked from the website yeah. subscribe go to the feed go to the myspace because we still yeah we it. still check it yeah we get letters there yeah and email us at whs at wrestlinghouse.com let us know a dvd you want us to review and if we can acquire it We'll or if we already it. have it. Yeah, or if we already have it. If you desire it, we'll acquire yes. it. <laughs> exactly. And, um, all right, well, I'm going to end the show with a bad joke, Chris. You ready? Awesome. All right. I can't so, wait. Well, this is under the current news, and I get to do a uh, obscure wrestler gimmick reference that I've always wanted to talk about on the show. So, so Chris, yes. what do Mark McGuire and Art Barr have in common? I don't know. They've now both been known as the juicer. Good night. Good night. <laughs>